0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Shiro Editor's Corner, a completely new and unscripted series of mini-casts with your hosts Dave and Peter. Come join your elder shiros as we reminisce on our favorite Saturn memories in this new and nostalgia-packed podcast series. Hey everyone, it's
1: Saturn Dave, and I got Peter with me. Hi folks. How are you doing, Peter? What what have you been up to this week? Oh man, you know, so just a lot of Christmas nights. It's, you know, almost an annual tradition. And uh, I've actually set myself some goals for the game for this year. I want to see if I can... Uh, get every single Nitopian in the level to be happy because if every one of them is at maximum happiness, they'll play like a little jingle for you or whatever. So I want to see if I can get that done. And I also want to see if I can, uh, if I can get a King PN this year. uh, Oh my God. So yeah, that's (laughs) so you're glutton for punishment.
0: (laughs) I saw you post something about that with the the little, um, the meepians. they were like whistling uh, jingle bells or something.
1: Yeah. There's a couple of uh, Christmas carols that they'll mm-hmm. sing for you. Um, one of them is Silent Night. And I think the other one, it, there's another one. I think it's either jingle bells or or something else. But yeah, that's really cute. If you catch them at just the right time. They'll whistle for you. So it's it's a pretty cool little thing.
0: Yeah, that's rad. What have you been up to? uh, just playing more shining force three. Nice. Uh, so it's like, you just got, you just got done with it and I'm just really getting into it. And Jesse's playing with me. And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really amazed that, you know, he comes to me frequently and says, can we play shining force three? It's the best. <laughs> so, wow. you know, you know, a game is good when it doesn't really matter how old it is, yes. you know, like, uh, my kids enjoying it. And uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoy the variety in, in the battles, mm-hmm. you know, and how some of them are like built up like puzzles. And some of them are just, you know, get to the finish as quickly as you can race the clock kind of thing, yeah. or, you know, just get the leader and get out, you know, kind of so it's, it's very interesting, keeps it fresh. And then also the story is great. So I've talked about that a couple times. So I wish I had more than that. But <laughs> that's basically what I've been up to if it hasn't been just work or uh, taking care of the kids and stuff like it's been Shining Force three. Great game, though.
1: Really, really good uh, choice.
0: Yeah. And since we recorded last, there has been a major update to the patch. So mm-hmm. folks should go check that out. If they haven't had an opportunity, they should definitely go check out the latest uh, version two, four. I think it is. I believe that's what Yeah, Shiny Shining Force three translation patch has been updated within the last month. So yeah, folks should definitely check it out if they haven't. Nice. Nice. But yeah, um, for today we're, we're going to do another one of those little fun, uh, pop quiz editions of the show where, uh, Peter and I test our, our knowledge of Saturn games, uh, through an exciting and little creative quiz, I guess. Um, This time we're focusing on game plots or synopsis, if you will. Uh, So we thought what we would do is basically give each other clues, um, either clues that we've created or in some cases just reading the actual synopsis from the game's manual, uh, depending on how obscure the game is, you know, and essentially take it in turns to guess what that game is based on the description of the plot. So, you know, in some cases, I think, uh, wouldn't you say uh, the games are going to be pretty mainstream? And and in that case, we're going to have to come up with some really creative uh, (laughs) clues that kind of obscure the uh, identity of the game. And then in other cases where you have a really... uh, obscure game i think we could just basically read the the actual synopsis and see how well you know your saturn library yeah this
1: should be a lot of fun i think and uh i'm scared <laughs> yeah it's funny i mean yes yeah, some of the some of the games i've selected are oh i mean you, you know everybody knows them and some of them are a little bit more obscure but it's always fun to try to take you know a game's plot or even its intro or beginning or whatever and, and see if it can be summarizes in a way that you know that that kind of forces you to think about the library and uh, and try to come up with the correct answer so i wish you good luck sir
0: <laughs> yeah i'm afraid because you told me that your clues are really hard but uh so so we agreed that we're going to do this kind of like um With each sentence, uh, it becomes clearer, right? Yeah. So it's like you start out, and it's very obscure, and then the more you speak, the more I get an understanding of what it is. By the third sentence or so, I
1: should pretty much be able to guess, right? Yeah, that's about right.
0: Okay, well, do you want to start off?
1: Sure, sure. Why not? Okay, great. All right, let's do this. So, Dave, you're having a nice day out hunting with the boys, but your prey surprises you, and you end up becoming separated from your friends as you give chase. You're out hunting. Yeah, this is the hardest, of course, you know, part of it. Yeah, the yeah, loop.
0: you're out hunting with the boys. You get separated. Say it again?
1: All right, you're having a nice day out hunting with the boys, but your prey surprises you, and you end up being separated from your friends as you give chase.
0: Okay, keep going. <laughs> All right, next clue. give chase.
1: You never dreamt you'd accept a destiny from the distant past, and when you see creatures that you thought were just myth and legend, your knees get weak, and you need to sit down to process what you're seeing.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I, I have no idea. I mean, I'll um, keep going. Okay, uh, yeah, you're going to have to keep going. Uh, so, you're.
1: So, let me reread the two clues again. A quest from the past. So, you're having a nice day out hunting with the boys, but your prey surprises you, and you end up becoming separated from your friends as you give chase. And you never dreamt you'd accept a destiny from the distant past. And when you see creatures that you thought were just myth and legend, your knees get weak, and you need to sit down to process what you are seeing. Wow. Uh, yeah, keep going. (laughs) So your journey takes you across a ruined, submerged city and ends up out at sea with a behemoth tower from an ancient age as your final destination. So, so think about this. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty well-known game, so I've had to make the clues very sort of obscure.
0: Yeah, for some reason this is not ringing any bells.
1: So a lot of what's in this clue, the the entire clue that I've read, all three parts, a lot of it is in actually it's in the uh, the opening sequence of the game.
0: An underwater ruin. It's quite a
1: long sequence.
0: Behemoth tower.
1: And then as the game begins, you start in a in a sort of ruined, sort of submerged, partially submerged city.
0: Oh oh, is this um? Wait, is this Legend of Oasis?
1: No. 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 Wait, it's, wait. it's quite an early title. So, so again, just think about, you know, sort of early Saturn games. Really long uh, intro sequence before the game begins. Really, really nice soundtrack too. Oh, <laughs> is this Panzer Dragoon? It is.
0: Oh my God. That's like really the way that you worded that. It, yeah. Okay. I can totally see why you had to do that. Cause I mean, if you had given any other kind of clues, right. it, it would have been so easy to know. You're totally right. You've got, you know, a quest from a past, yeah. a bunch of crazy looking creatures. You're yeah. underwater city. Yeah, no, it all makes sense. Now it's Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> my God. Goodness, <laughs> that one was tough. Oh my God. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> now I see you're going to be brutal.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm ready. My body is ready, Dave.
0: I wonder if anybody listening got that
1: too. Mm, you know, if yep. they got it. Yeah. Yep. So I was like,
0: that you definitely had me with that one. Okay. Here we go. Imagine sometime in the future a universe free from wars. Civilizations developed to the extent that planets no longer need to attack and destroy each other. Despite the intergalactic pacts and treaties that protect universal peace, a few backward outposts continue their primitive practices. Oh
1: my. Okay. Mm. Okay, so it could be maybe Grid Run or Grid Runner. No. Okay, so mm, I mean it could be dark light conflict Let me think now. Okay, I'm I'm ready for more.
0: Now two of these offenders are locked together in battle. The savage inhabitants of Caledasia have been at war with the armed forces of another barbaric planet for so long that no one is sure why they are fighting anymore. No solution has been forthcoming. Kaladasia's enemy, Earth. No more than a speck of mud spinning around a second-rate star in a forgotten corner of the galaxy, but it is one of the last barriers of the universal peace. At last, there may be a solution. The leaders from uncountable planets in all the galaxies of the universe gather together to find a way to reform its delinquent members. Okay,
1: now I'm wondering if this is a shmup. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is probably a shmup. I'm, oh, and you know, and the thing is, I, I often don't read the story in a shmup, so... So, okay, so this could be Galactic Attack, this could be... Let me just think, I mean, it could be Darius, I guess. I'll tell you if you're right. But you're not. I mean, it could even be a game like Battle Sport, right? Mind you, that's, I don't know, okay, so peace in the galaxy except for a few small planets, and now everyone's kind of converging on Earth. Universe free from wars.
0: Civilizations developed to an extent where they no longer need to attack and destroy each other. Despite packs to protect universal peace, there are a few outposts that continue their primitive practices. Um, everyone has come together with a solution. So this is the key right here. They've come up with a solution where they can do something instead of fight. Oh. The next sentence is going to give it away.
1: Okay, so so I'm okay. So if it's not fighting. I mean, it could be some sort of a competition or a sport, even potentially, which is why initially I thought of Grid Runner, right? Because, uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, that sort of follows that plot. But that, that there could be Battle Sport, which is all about, you know, some sort of intergalactic sport. Oh. But it's not fighting, so that takes care of fighting games, and I would even say that that knocks out the shmups.
0: And I gave you a huge clue when I said the, the savage inhabitants of Caladasia. I mean, some people are, are already know what this I, is. Yes,
1: and, 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 I'm, and I'm not one of them, and I'm kind
0: of embarrassed. I'm going to read on. In place of the battlefield, there is the cyber race course. Instead of planes and tanks, high-tech sleds.
1: Oh, it's Cyber Speedway. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and I need
0: it. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. All disputes can be decided by the outcome of the race. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. I think we're both going to be testing each other, but this is good. <laughs> I like it.
0: It was good. Um, well, what I'm really interested to know uh, is, uh, and folks need to say in the comments if they got it before we mm-hmm. did. Um, I, I'll take your guys' word for it, but you know, I'm, yep. I'm really interested to see if if other folks uh, caught on.
1: All right. Go ahead. Your turn. Okay, let's do this next one. So, some heroes work to build a new and exciting future, but this one prefers uncovering the past. The lead character's journey takes them all over the globe as they perform their work, which is at times dangerous. But sometimes the stars line up, the money is great, and the adventure is exciting. So again, that was that was relatively obscure. Okay, traveling the world to do their work. Yeah. So, uh, say it again. So this hero prefers to uncover the past. The mm-hmm. lead character's journey takes them all over the globe mm-hmm. as they perform their work, mm-hmm. which is at times dangerous. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the stars line up and the money is great and the adventure is exciting. Tomb Raider. Yep, you <laughs> got it, man. <laughs> you gave that way, nice. way too much. <laughs> Very nice. So I'll read the rest of the clue to you know, see how it would have gone. So I wrote, the protagonist loves to ride a motorcycle and wear round shades, but they actually neither ride the bike nor wear the shades in game. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be the next sort of level of the clue. And then the last one, which you would have absolutely gotten... Uh, one of the fifth generation's greatest moments comes when our heroine encounters a living T-Rex in a valley untouched by time. So nice. If you hadn't gotten it by then, I'm sure that would have you know tipped you off. But well done. I
0: think the stars aligning was like the one too far because <laughs> because at first I was thinking like Street Fighter or something. You know, they travel around mm-hmm. the world. You know, um, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking, oh wait, okay, the stars align. Okay,
1: good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so well it's done. Tomb Raider. That's really good.
0: And it helps that I know that that's one of your favorite games, you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Very true. Very true. And,
0: and I will say I did choose quite a few games that I am I have a reputation for, you know, liking some of these games. And then I also chose some that are like wild cards, you know, that you would never, mm. that I don't have that much of a connection to, you know, that way, you know, it doesn't yep. just give it away, you know. All right. I don't have to go in any particular order. You want an easy one (laughs) or you want a hard one?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, hit me with something that'll build my confidence. Okay. (laughs) This is a
0: short one right here, okay? You are trapped on an island where time is against you. You must hurry if you hope to beat the game
1: trapped on an island where time is against you so I'm thinking it's a game that must have a timer or like some sort of a countdown and you're on an island an island okay so games with islands I'm thinking like Croc, for example is based on a series of islands or it could be a game like um, Rainbow Islands I mean that's a series of islands and you have to sort of get to the top before the water level gets you. So that's a, there's a timing element there. Trapped on an island and you have a countdown clock. You must hurry if you hope to beat the game. I mean, it could even be something like Manx TT Superbike. Ding, ding, because... ding, ding,
0: ding. Oh, right <laughs> the, next, the next clue was perhaps your pet sheep may be of <laughs> uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Perfect. Love it, love it, love it. That was great. <laughs> Trapped on an island. That was awesome. I love the way you did that. Okay. Let's see if I can uh, if I can stump you with this next one. All right. Living a simple life in a sleepy village, the protagonist has aspirations of becoming a world hero. He idolizes the last individual to achieve this hero status. He has quirky friends and a highly unusual little pet, who really eggs him on to do things that he normally wouldn't it's lunar uh, was that too easy that like did way that too easy that was way uh, that was way okay. too easy <laughs> all right okay then yeah because I... thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's good right like because sometimes you can really kind of obscure some of these uh oh yeah some of these games
0: oh yeah well um, okay to be fair i mean i guess if nobody ever played lunar then that wouldn't necessarily be easy. I mean, it could, could have been something like Albert odyssey or something like, um, sure. Yep. But I mean, you know, like <laughs> for anybody who played it on the Sega CD or on the you know yeah. PlayStation or what, you know, yeah, it's pretty clear.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. So well done. Good job. I'll make sure the next one's a little bit, uh, a little bit tougher.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see here. um, Welcome to a world so rich in anti-gravity ores that even continents float in the sky.
1: (sighs) Floating continents. Floating continents. I mean, that could be a platformer. That could be an RPG. Rich in ores. I mean, that could be Command and Conquer with the Tiberium. Um, mind you, there's nothing floating there, I don't think, so it's probably not Command and Conquer. Uh, floating continents. Rich in ores. I'm thinking if there's like any sort of, you know, Harvest Moon style games on the Saturn where you have to mine for things, but I, nothing's really coming to mind floating continents. You want the next? Yeah, let's, let's maybe, let's, let's go to the next. I'm actually reading this from the manual, so, you know. Oh, it could even be a stall, really. But anyways, okay, go on. After
0: the great battles were fought, Terra Sancta was the only planet with
1: water, liquid gold, remaining. Okay, okay. Now I'm suddenly getting the feeling this might even be a shmup. It's not Galactic Attack, is it? Mm Mm-mm. Terra Sancta
0: is the only... A world rich in anti-gravity ore. Continents float in the sky. Great battles were fought. Terra Sancta was the only planet with water, liquid gold, remaining.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm not... I'm thinking it's probably not a mainline Sega game.
0: Mm-mm. okay I probably shouldn't have said that but yeah no it's
1: not a mainline
0: Sega game I
1: just I don't I can't think of anything that Sega put out that even remotely matches that description so' I'm, I'm, I'm discarding the Sega games mm-hmm. it doesn't really sound like an RPG it sounds very sort of sci-fi almost I mean this could be oh I mean could this be a fighting game could this be like mm-hmm No, I
0: probably shouldn't give you these clues, but yeah, no, it's not a fighting game. Can I have another sentence? Do you have any more? Sure, sure. I mean, I have a few more, and then it'll just become clear, but um, I'll read a couple that that aren't necessarily going to give it away. One man penetrated the defense system of Terra Sancta to obtain the precious water, which he controls together with five kings. Over the years, as the population grows, water becomes scarce, and resentment toward the kings grows. Soon, the entire planet is engulfed in a war between rebels using guerrilla tactics against the alliance of city states and the kings. Oh my goodness! And then you get the uh, sentence that'll basically tell you what the give game it is. away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so then just give me a moment here. So now I'm wondering: is it like a strategy game, like a Koei game? Terrace. It's probably not Warcraft. Oh, I wonder if it's Hexen, maybe not. Oh, where water is a precious resource. You know, some it, there's something tickling in the back of my mind that I should know this, and I'm just not getting it. Where water is a precious resource. I mean it's obviously not a sports game, it's not an RPG. Probably not a shooter. Well, it could be a shooter though. But the Kings, like I'm I'm kinda thinking of a Koei strategy game. Oh, uh, oh, um Son of a Gun. Is it Air of Zendor? Yes. Oh. It is
0: Air of Zendor. Become the Prince of Zendor, Commander of the Zendorian Squadron of the Royal Alliance Expeditionary Forces and lead them to victory. (laughs) Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's Heir of Zendor. Oh, wow. Which is a game that I recommend folks play. That was hard. I I actually do. Yeah. It's got cool cinematics. It's got interesting plot exposition via uh, radio chatter and like... uh, uh, it's got like really cool, uh, strategic battles, you know, and, um, you must read the manual like to get good at the game and understand exact, you know, uh-huh. otherwise you'll just end up futzing for hours and trying to figure it out. But if you read the manual, it tells you exactly what you need to do. And it's, it, it's kind of like a game of chess, but I, I mean, it's very fun. I, I, I love, I quite love the game yeah. and I'm not a big Koei game fan, but, uh, but I recommend folks try this game out.
1: So here's a fun little tidbit about this game and you and I. So before we knew each other, before we were friends, I ended up contacting you because you were selling a copy of Air of Zendor and I needed to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And that was the very first interaction I think we ever had. Isn't that something?
0: Is that that is something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay. Uh this one I'm we'll see how you do with this one. It's I would say it's sort of middle difficulty, so all right. Reading books is important in real life and equally important in this game. The nameless main character finds themselves in the middle of a family feud and must ultimately make a judgment call on which family member to side with. Missed. Oh, God. Well. (laughs) Alrighty then.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) want to hear the rest of what you had to say.
1: Alright. So the next set of clues was... The family's poor father is presumed dead, but the player can actually find him hiding away in a special place. And then the last bit of the clue was the game's books link different worlds together and the player can travel between various ages using the books. So, you know, that last one should have. But wow, that was very quick of you. Well, okay. so
0: first of all, you said books. Okay. yeah, like what other game is more about books than this? And then on top of that, you said Family Feud. And of course, you know, Mm. you've got uh, Sirius and then you've got uh, Akinar, and you've got. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you know this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, (laughs) Myst is one of my favorite games of all time. And fun fact, the Saturn is the first place I ever played it. Um, Nice. Yeah. I, you know, believe it or not, it quite possibly is the for, oh, okay. So it, it's the first game that I ever played on the Saturn, believe it or not, because when I went into the used game store to yeah. look for like my next system, you know, and I was actually thinking, do I get a 3DO, which is very affordable at this point, you know, <laughs> or do I get a Saturn? It's funny, though, because on the Saturn was a demo of Mist, yes, which was incredibly boring. If you just happen to be walking into a game store and you're only playing like 15 minutes of it, you're just like, what the hell is this? Right. Versus the 3DO had like road rash on it. Right. Mm. So from just a glance, you know, um, I might've chosen the 3DO cause I might've thought, you know, if this is representative of what Saturn games are like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like standing on that dock, not knowing what the heck I was supposed to do, you know? And I was just like, this is really boring. I'm going to play the 3DO. But I knew that the Saturn had Daytona. And that was the whole reason that I like, I was like, no, no, I'm getting the Saturn because it has Daytona. And then of course nights, you know? So that Christmas, my dad actually, when he found out that I got a Saturn, he bought me a copy of Myst, you know, and I I didn't play it for a while because I was just like, but then, you know, it's like you're a kid. It's like one of the few games I had. So it's like, okay, I'm playing this. And, you know, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Funny enough, you know,
1: isn't that funny? Nice. Yeah, no, it's a great game. Yes, agreed. Well, well done. I didn't, so I didn't know it was one of your favorites ever. So, uh, because I would have then made this a lot more difficult, but, you know, good job.
0: But, you know, the Saturn version is a great version to play because uh, at least you don't have to worry about like driver issues or, or you know, How true crashing on Windows 10 or Windows 11 or whatever, you know, um, I'm sure there probably is like a GOG version out there that that may have fixed that. But I mean, last I remember trying to play the original version, you know, it just it was a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I was like, you know, at least with the Saturn version, I can save uh, it. it It works from the beginning to the end, you know. It may not be the best looking version, but it it plays very well.
1: Oh, for sure. And I think it has mouse support, right? It does, yes. It does have mouse. It does, yeah. So there you go. And it does not have light gun support. I tried. (laughs) Well, you're thorough in your investigations of the
0: Saturn library. Um, Okay, I've given you three so far. Okay, so here's your fourth, okay? Uh, I think you'll probably get this. You are an outsider who has been condemned to death. However, you managed to negotiate your release and must conduct your own private investigation into the disappearance of several citizens and discover the true identity of a mysterious individual. You're an outsider. You've been condemned to death. You managed to negotiate your release must conduct a private investigation into the disappearance of several citizens that have gone missing and discover the true identity of a mysterious individual
1: okay okay so right away I thought initially I was like okay that's gotta be maybe lunacy but the more you read the more I realized no that's out no you're right it's lunacy are you serious?
0: <laughs> yeah, I am serious. Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, I could have said you start out in a jail and you have to escape, but you would have known it
1: immediately. Uh, I would have known immediately. Yeah,
0: but you happen to be condemned to death, you know, by Lord Gordon, and then yep. he yep. he allows you to go free on the caveat that you must, you know, help
1: them. Find the city uh, you know, of moons. Find yeah. the
0: city of moons. Exactly. No. Yeah. Oh, you wow. got it. Okay. So there you so, go. You
1: got an easy one. So now I got one that okay. I thought I was able to get right away. Oh, that okay. That's good. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean that that's the thing is that game is so unique.
0: Mm. It's like how how better could I obscure? I don't know. You know. So yeah. I
1: yeah no you got it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Definitely. Okay. So your next one. The game's protagonist lives in a magical kingdom. They are quick-tempered and must work through the game to undo a terrible mistake they committed in the intro. Failure means that the entire kingdom will fall into ruin.
0: Pandemonium.
1: Oh, that is a good guess based on my clue, but that is not the game I'm thinking. Okay. But my goodness, just on based on that very first clue, Pandemonium fits, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it, and that's not the game I'm thinking of. But Okay, so can you read it again? Yeah, yeah. So the game's protagonist lives in a magical kingdom. They are quick-tempered and must work through the game to undo a terrible mistake they committed in the intro. Failure means that the entire kingdom will fall into ruin. And and yeah, as I read that, I realize that that absolutely describes Pandemonium, but that is not the game.
0: Okay, I need another sentence to kind of help me get away from... What's the next sentence?
1: So, the game's heroine would go on to star in a second Saturn game. Okay, interesting. So it's a female protagonist. Yeah.
0: There are two. Uh Uh-huh. Magical Kingdom.
1: Hmm. Wow, interesting. Huh. Now, and I don't know about you, Dave, but I mean, I drew from, like, the world Saturn library, so, you know... Oh, so that so this could be an import game. It could be an import, yeah.
0: And I mean, you know, Soccer Wars has a female protagonist and it has two games, but it's not a magical kingdom, so I have to rule that out. Let me think. Well, you just gave me a huge clue that it's an import game, um, with two entries, and a mistake made early in the game. I'm looking over
1: at my shelf <laughs> <laughs> to try to jog my memory. Okay, I'll uh, I'll maybe give you a little bit more. Uh, this is a game series that endures to this day.
0: Hmm. game series that endures to this day and it's got two entries on the Saturn I feel like it's going to be something incredibly obvious
1: <laughs> and well just I do not have one opinion. last clue but that, that was going to be a, very yeah. much a giveaway so I'll, I'll let you marinate a little bit
0: right I got it. it's like about getting in that headspace you know um, yeah yeah, okay. yeah. Just just read from the beginning all the way up through what you've given me so far.
1: Okay, so the game's protagonist lives in a magical kingdom. They are quick-tempered and must work through the game to undo a terrible mistake they committed in the intro. Failure means that the entire kingdom will fall into ruin. The game's heroine would go on to star in a second Saturn game, and the series endures to this day cotton too yes it is perhaps the best broom based shooter ever created (laughs) was the last clue so if you hadn't gotten it by then That would have uh, given it away. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't that funny that broom based shooter is an actual genre? (laughs) You got like magical chase. You got like, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like there's another one. Uh, Now it's slipping my mind, but no, there, there are actually a few like shooters where you're a little witch on a broom. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. That was great. That was, that was really well done. The whole time I'm, I'm thinking RPG, right? Sure. I'm thinking some kind of, and then I'm just like, Oh, Okay. It's cotton. But I I don't think I would have gotten that if you hadn't told me that it was an import game. So mm. yeah, that that was a key clue for sure. Huh. and yeah, like that first clue, it's it's pandemonium. It Sound you know? like, pan- like you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that point. funny? Um, okay, great. Awesome. So does that count as me getting it? Yeah, I think it does. I guess. Okay, occurs, yeah, because yeah. you you got Air of Zendor before I revealed the yep. final clue as well. You know, you you got it, and and several times you were like, "It's a it sounds like a Koei game," <laughs> and you were totally yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you ready? Oh yeah. He was a hero. He was the star player of a college championship team. The pro scouts had their eyes on him too. Until one day. He ran into the street to save a child from being hit by a car, and his leg was seriously hurt. While the injury did not interfere with his daily life, it kept him from reaching the pros.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I mean... I'm gonna assume this is not a sports game, because he was not able to reach the pros. And he saved... A child from a car. But he wanted to be... What was the last bit that you read there? So he was a a
0: star player of a college championship team. The pro scouts had their eyes on him. One day he ran into the street to save a child from being hit by a car, but his leg was seriously hurt. While the injury didn't interfere with his daily life, it kept him from reaching the pros. Discouraged, he dropped out of college and his life deteriorated. Okay, he
1: dropped out of college. His life deteriorated. Uh, you know, I, I. It almost sounds like a graphic adventure of some kind, or maybe because it's not a, it can't be a sports game unless. You no, know, the props taking Okay, so what about like Minnesota Fats? But that's probably not it. Uh, that's got more of a gangster flavor, almost. It must be some kind of an adventure game or a visual novel of some kind. I mean this is is this a really well known game, would you say? I know I'm fishing here. I I
0: wouldn't say that it's a well known
1: game, but I would say that you know it.
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: I was thinking of like um, Ayrton Senna's Real Talk, but that I mean, you know, that's not it. You want the next sentence?
0: It's it's yeah. it's like semi obscure, the next sentence. It's not okay, gonna give it. Okay. Away. Yeah. okay. Let's see. Discouraged he dropped out of college and his life deteriorated. One day he went to a bar and saw a machine that changed his life.
1: Okay, so now I'm wondering, okay, is this pinball? But but the backstory to a pinball that doesn't make sense. He went to a bar and saw a machine that changed his life. Okay, could this be Burning Rangers? No. No. <laughs> How do you get that? <laughs> because each of the Rangers has a backstory, and they all have some sort of like pain or injury in the past or whatever. And
0: oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. No, Right, it's not right, that. so, no.
1: okay, but then, okay, so... Uh, again, I'm thinking it's not a sports game, because the individual was hurt. He found a new objective in life.
0: A dream to become the world... Blank. If I say it... Then I'll know it, it, right? Okay. One day he went to a bar and saw a machine that changed his life. He found a new objective in life. A dream to become the world... Blank champion.
1: Okay, so again, I'm thinking it's not... It couldn't be a... Board. There are no chess games on the Saturn. What kind of competitive, um, competitive games? A machine. I mean, it wouldn't be like decathlete or winter heat or anything like that. I mean, what kind of machine would you see at a bar? I mean, potentially karaoke, I guess, but or pinball or even arcades, but an arcade.
0: I like. I like where you were going with that.
1: Jeez. So somebody wants to be the best something in the world. You know, gosh, and again, something's tickling. There's there's marbles. I mean, you already said of... it. You already said the word. But you just haven't said Karaoke, the name. Karaoke, but. No, no. You said Pinball. Yes. Okay, so I've played a lot of Saturn pinball, and I'm not really. Yes, you have. So a pinball game. And we've talked about this game oh i'm sure we have because i it's like it's just in the it's, like, so it's oh it's not necronomicon uh-uh, uh-uh. no it wouldn't be necronomicon that's got a very different storyline somebody who which, it's not true oh uh okay i'm getting warmer in my fuzzy fuzzy brain because mm-hmm. there's several pinball games now so i've got to sort of narrow it down There's only one pinball RPG, though. Oh, Fantastic Pinball Q10 Kai? Nope.
0: Son of a gun. (laughs) No, that's a pinball. That's a puzzler pinball. Yeah,
1: okay. That's fair. He found
0: a new objective in life, a dream to become the world pinball champion, and now he's off on a training trip to improve his pinball playing skills. What the heck? Why am I not getting this? There is a PAL version of this in English, but uh, us, oh, us
1: Americans never got didn't it. Didn't get it. Okay, so, okay, what did PAL get? Oh, I okay, I I know the game now, and the title escapes me. It's not True Pinball. Well, Pinball is in the title. <laughs> I, I know it is. It's something Pinball or Pinball something. Yeah, I, I know it. I just okay. So it's okay. True Pinball, Pinball Legends, Pinball. And I know it because I covered this game. Um,
0: Yes, you did. (laughs) This is embarrassing that I... No excuse.
1: It is no excuse. I am deeply ashamed. This
0: is one of the best pinball games on the Saturn, believe it or not. Outside of uh, Necronomicon and Last Gladiators, which are, um, I would say, objectively the best uh, in terms of their... You know overall presentation and um, and the physics uh, and at physics physics accuracy and everything like that yeah those are the best approximation of pinball but this is the best pinball game on the saturn outside of
1: those ones and this is happens to be an rpg you know i okay so at this point i'm i'm, I'm just gonna give up because i know i've talked about this i know i know this yes game, you have and it's just not coming to me
0: it's called pinball graffiti thank you Thank you. Pinball Graffiti. And, and it is is a 3D. It's, it's also, it was pack-in video and it was a 3D pinball game. So, um, you know, everything is polygonal 3D graphics, albeit, you know, a little janky because, of course, the Saturn, the way it draws 3D and stuff, you got a lot of uh, jagged edges and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it's got a really cool aesthetic, you know, and you've got like these different pinball tables. One is like a basketball court, you know, because he was a basketball star. But it's cool, though, because it is definitely an RPG in so much as like, you have to play some matches first b- before you can even leave your hometown. You can't, because it says you cannot buy a plane ticket until you have some more money. You know, you can't buy, you can't hire a taxi or uh, get a bus ticket or a plane ticket until you have some money, you know, cause you start out with nothing. So you basically have to win some pinball matches, earn the money, then you can buy a plane ticket and then you can travel the world. And, um, you have like all sorts of like stats and and uh, things you need to uh, to work on in order to increase your pinball skill. But yeah, so it's definitely an obscure game that folks should definitely uh, check out. But uh, Peter has no excuse because he literally organized <laughs> and
1: <laughs> <York>.
0: <laughs> and helped lead a, a really great pinball podcast that we did o- uh, about this game.
1: Yeah, I. I am embarrassed, I am embarrassed. I should have absolutely But no, that's
0: honestly, folks need to give this game a second look, you know? Uh, And Peter needs to give the game a second look.
1: (laughs) Clearly. Oh my gosh, okay. Okay, now it's your turn to give me one. So let me just, let me see if I can really stump you with something here. Okay, Mm. it's always a good time in this game setting, which is a real life place. Adults of varying ages periodically gather at this location, which lies by the water, but it's definitely not for sun tanning or building sandcastles. Pebble Beach, golf links. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, you're dialed in, now, man. You are dialed in.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we think alike or something like that. You know, because uh, your descriptions are. My my mind just goes okay to be fair you've had a couple that have like really stumped me you know mm. but like every once in a while you, you know okay so adults what's a like a boring adult game like, <laughs> like golf right <laughs> you know and then you said the water and then you know you like okay you mentioned like sun tanning it's not for sun tanning something okay it's some like resort type setting but it's not there for sun tanning you know so yeah no um essentially it's uh it's walrus you know yeah. good old walrus uh, Well,
1: I'll read the rest of the clue then, as it would have progressed. Do it, do it. So the next clue would have been, as the player, you have an assistant to help you with the mundane parts of your job, and the assistant will sometimes offer you tips. However, the real wisdom comes from a wise master of the craft, but his story is full (laughs) of holes.
0: Oh my god. So, you know, I turned up the corn factor. <laughs> That's <is> classic.
1: <laughs> and of course, the final clue was even if you try really hard, you can't get it inside his. So that would have oh given it god. away, of course, but but you had to you had to get it right away. So so well done. That was I'm feeling less confident about my uh, the rest of my questions here, but we'll see how it goes.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like rain on your parade. Oh, think- no,
1: no, 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 no. No, good on you, my friend, good on you.
0: All right, I feel like you might get this one. In the year 2520, scientists on Earth have unearthed a giant crystal along with an ancient robot bearing the same serial number as another robot called Creator on the Tetra spaceship orbiting around Earth. The crystal creates a massive explosion engulfing the Earth and killing all humans except for the remaining four on the space station.
1: Okay, so I do know what it is. Yeah. I knew it from the second you started reading. Great. Um, it's Radiant Silver Gun. Absolutely, yeah. And I just want to know the re- I want to hear the rest well, of the. Well, uh,
0: one year later, exhausted of supplies, they return to Earth in fighter jets known as Silver Gun. Uh, that would have given away. Fighting through hordes of enemies until they reach the crystal, which is referred to as the Stone Like. After battling the Stone Like and failing to destroy it, It brings the last two remaining pilots 100,000 years into the past and tells them that it is the guardian of the Earth and destroyed humans in order to protect the planet before destroying the last two humans in another explosion. 20 years later, still in the distant past, the creator uses DNA from the pilots of the silver guns to create clones and start humanity anew before the creator finally breaks down for good, bringing the story into a loop an infinite loop.
1: Isn't that something though, because you can really play Radiant Silver Gun without really paying any attention to the storyline. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that would have made this a lot harder, but but, yeah. So, yeah,
0: I figured that one would probably be, it's it's such a unique story, even for a shmup, you know, that you probably would get it, but
1: yeah. Okay, so I've got one for you that I think will be actually relatively easy for you, but this might be a bit of a challenge to our listeners. So mm, mm. humor me if you get this right away. But, you know, wait, humor
0: is, you, like don't guess it if I get it right away? Or? Well,
1: I mean, just maybe let me know as soon as you think you know what it is without okay. saying it, and I'll just kind of because the clues are super short. If, okay. Again, it should be something that. Okay. Okay. All right. So. You know, this is mainly for the listeners, this one. So, a young boy and girl must overcome their fears by conquering enemies while they dream. Way too easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will get to the second clue. Again, just don't, don't don't, say what you think it is. This is mainly for the listeners. Overcoming bosses gives them a type of dream energy which they need to proceed in the game. And the final clue... Bugs are the boy and girl's friends. What game am I talking about? Swagman. Yes, <laughs> which is which could easily
0: be mistaken for Knights into Dreams.
1: And that's yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping for. I was gonna lob out some clues that sounded awfully like Knights into Dreams, and then just at the end, twist it up and and turn it into Swagman.
0: Yeah, you know, because you know what's funny when when you started off there. I was thinking, there's just no way that Peter would, <laughs> there's no way that he would go so easy, you know, to pick a game like Nights into Dreams, right? You know, and then I was like, okay, okay, I know what he's doing.
1: <laughs> we do think too much alike. This is almost, uh, almost I think we're
0: the same person.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, in some cases, Sometimes. I think so. Yeah,
0: but Swagman is a great game. Uh, it's an exclusive. Yep. And and folks should check it out. If it's a blind spot in your Saturn journey, you guys should definitely check it out. Peter did a great article on the Shiro site all about Swagman. And yeah, it's it's
1: actually a really, really cool little game. Yeah. And you know that one thing about the game, I will never stop singing the game's praises when it comes to its soundtrack. It was done by the same fellow who did uh, the original Tomb Raider soundtrack. So it's just, yes. it's fantastic. Yes. It's really, really it good. It is
0: Eidos, Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. So there's the link there, and uh, yeah, it's it's 2D, you know. So it's it's um, there is no 3D in it, right? That it is completely. 2D, I mean, it's right? got
1: like the like really really odd 3D little visual element, right. but it's it's essentially a 2D game. Yes,
0: it's a 2D game, and it's like a top down yep. 2D game. It, so you know, it's it's great, you know, because the Saturn is great at 2D. It's a it's a it's a platform exclusive. Folks definitely need to check it out for sure. Highly recommend. All right. Um, Okay, I know you're going to get this one. In an alternate version of post-economic bubble Tokyo, Japanese youth are disenchanted and disillusioned by Japan's explosive economic and societal progression, leading to violent underground crime and warfare. Upon the peak of these street wars, a gang known as Soul Crew Made an explosive rise to power, uniting Tokyo's youth and gangs by their philosophy of free soul and enforcing their will by both negotiations and unmatched fighting prowess.
1: Okay, so first I was thinking, okay, Vakin maybe, but that's not it. Because then I was thinking, okay, all this economic stuff you're saying, I'm thinking, okay, it's got to be another sim game. SimCity city maybe but no, that it's not specific to tokyo um but then my mind went to the fighting games and this really sounds like last bronx
0: this is last bronx
1: And I'm glad to know that it is. Oh, good. This led to
0: a brief ceasefire. However, soon after, the leader of Soul Crew was murdered, leading into the second all-Tokyo street wars upon his death. Immediately, a message was made by a mysterious group known as Red Rum, who demanded a tournament of fair dueling by the leaders of all Tokyo's strongest gangs to know who would rule over all of Tokyo's streets. Dismissed by all who read it at first, this treatise would soon be exemplified by the discovery of missing gang members found dead in Tokyo Bay. Now with Tokyo's Street Gang Underworld's attention, the second All-Tokyo Street War tournament, or the Last Bronx, would be able to begin. Yeah, um, one of my favorite fighters on the Saturn, uh, a weapon-based fighter. Uh, it's got really slick graphics, uh, definitely a showpiece for Saturn in terms of Excellent. like uh, performance, frame rate, uh, you know, Flash, you know, in terms of fighter, um, and then uh, the scenery, you know, the the way they used VDP two, like really, really well. Lots of lots of visual tricks yep. going on to make it the closest approximation that they could to the arcade original. And then this was also very, very popular in Japan, very nicely. much, much yep. more so than it than it ever was in the U.S. Probably partially because of the is waning popularity by the time yep. uh, it came out. But yeah, they had like an anime, they had a full motion movie, they had uh, manga about Last Bronx, they had uh, like huge promotions, it was just very popular
1: in Japan. And then it was just kind of like
0: a, you know, a footnote, <laughs> as far, yep. you know,
1: yeah, it you know, it really got overlooked when it came here, which is too bad. Um, in Japan, you're right. Big, big game, both in the arcades and eventually on the Saturn. Really good Saturn conversion by AM3. Um, it was a two-disc set in Japan. There was, like, the main fighting game and then, like, a training disc. Right. When it came over to North America, it got slimmed down to just a single-disc edition and, like, next to no fanfare. So right it just didn't have nearly the same splash so yeah but yeah it's a great game great great game great game i the reason i thought
0: you probably would know this is because you said you were on a fighting game kick recently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, so i figured you probably had given it a look you know recently absolutely absolutely it's definitely one of the highlights i think in terms of fighters on the saturn so folks should definitely check it out
1: okay you know as i read the clues that i've written and know how quickly you've gotten most of the answers i'm going to see if i can obscure them even more a little bit on the fly so all right here we go okay set in los angeles something is definitely not right as our protagonist begins to experience something supernatural almost immediately the police are no help in fact the protagonist is allowed to enter the crime scene alone Police knots? No. But that's a good guess.
0: Set in Los Angeles.
1: Okay, read it again. Alright, set in Los Angeles, something is definitely not right, as their protagonist begins to experience something supernatural almost immediately. The police are no help. In fact, the protagonist is allowed to enter the crime scene alone. Okay. It's D. (laughs) It
0: is. When you said Los Angeles, it's funny. My mind immediately went to police knots and then you further supported it by the, the, you know, strange supernatural. I mean, he was in hypersleep, right? So he's like still young and everybody else is old. Right. So I thought, okay, maybe that's it. And then of course, no, it's actually Laura, you know, she's able to enter the hospital, which is the crime scene, you know, because I guess the connection is that her father has been accused of murdering a bunch of people or whatever, yep. you know? So, yeah. And you're right. It is in Los Angeles. And I forgot that little detail uh, at first. And then I was reminded of it. Yeah. So it's D very, very good. Such a great game. A classic phenomenal Yeah, interactive movie, I guess you could say yep. Kenji Ano. It's funny because it's not his final game and he made other great games, but I don't know. This was like, it's a two hour game and you have to sit through it in one sitting, yeah. you know, You cannot save. And again, it speaks to the way that he would just force you to play games his way. That's just what he wanted, you know, whether it was a game with no video and only sound, you know, or something. uh, He wasn't really interested in doing what everybody else did. He was like, I want to create an experience and you must play it the way that I want you to play it, you know, and you either were on board for that or you weren't, you know, and not everybody was, not everybody likes D. It's not for everybody, but it's, de- I definitely think that it, I think it's kind of become unanimous that, that it's his best game or that it's his, you it's know, like just a,
1: most, it's his breakout game for sure.
0: Yeah. I I think that it speaks to all of his strengths, you know, with the sound design and the atmosphere and everything like that in it most, in a most concise package, you know? Yep. So it's like if, if, if all of, if one of his games was picked out to be like in a museum or kind of shrine to Kenji Eno, I think it would probably be D you know oh yeah uh, because also it was a multi-platform hit whereas you know d2 and enemy zero were not you know so yeah anyway the game that folks should definitely check 100 and we haven't spoiled it absolutely go check it out okay cool so i'm trying to figure out what i should um well you got the last two you got radiant silver gun and you got last bronx So I think that you're on an uptick here. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to give you one that's a little bit more obscure and that's your first clue. It's, It's a little more obscure. Okay. The game that is ready. Here you go. Having writer's block and an editor pressing you for your next piece, you're unable to get into the right headspace to make it happen. So you abandon your writing for the time being to perform your duties as a landlord, collecting rent from your tenants. You are the proprietor of an apartment for men, where no women are allowed. Yet you secretly discover that someone has been bringing a woman into their room, and not just to talk. What may have started as debauchery soon turns your life around, when it reveals a much bigger mystery than you bargained for. Holy moly. I mean, that's it. That's like the whole... Okay. I, can keep, I can give you more clues, but that's everything I've written.
1: Okay, so Protagonist is a writer, has writer's block, wants to get their mind off of things, so focuses on their proprietor of like a, I mean, I was thinking, okay, Elevator Action returns maybe, but not really, then I was going to…
0: This isn't like a, a backstory for a character that you would read in like a manual, you know, like this is, everything here is key to the story really yeah 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 it's 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 all key to the plot and um, so like if you've never played this game then I guess you know you wouldn't know this but I mean um, it's it's an interesting game that is for
1: sure and they so, so they own a large hotel or it's it's oh 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 oh, oh, oh wait, wait 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 okay 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 digital pictures hmm uh, double switch no son of a gun
0: but actually that's not that's not a bad guess okay so you're a writer you have a writer's block your editor who's a character in the, in the game your, your editor is pressuring you for your next piece
1: oh um no I was gonna say corpse killer too because there's a there's a reporter who's trying to get the next no. story but that's not it
0: no you abandon your writing for the time being to perform your duties as a landlord. Going around collecting rent from your tenants. This isn't like a metaphor. You're literally a landlord and you literally have to go around, knock on doors and collect rent from your tenants. You're the proprietor of an apartment for men where no women are allowed. What, what does that sound like? I mean, is that even something that you would have in the U.S.? Yeah, no,
1: this is not. It's it's definitely an import. Yes. It's probably uh, Japan exclusive. Yes. And it's... You secretly
0: discover that someone has been bringing a woman into their room, not just to talk. Yeah. What may have started as debauchery soon turns your life around when it reveals a much bigger mystery
1: than you bargained for i mean could this be a dating sim i mean no Where? okay so it's a japanese game where you collect rent i'm trying to think now it's okay maybe some sort of a strategy game but but what does that have to do with a hotel with just for men i'm trying to think of like games that would have just men in them Cho and Niki I'm thinking of, but that's obviously not it. (laughs) No. But there's a woman that's being snuck in. This sounds so bizarre. I mean, can you, like, is there any more description you can give me without totally giving it away? And you said it's a bit of an obscure game, yeah?
0: It's based on a movie that came out a year before. Like a live action movie that came out a year before. So, I mean, I don't know how obscure it is, um, but I mean, there's there was a novel, there was a movie, there was a game. Um, your character, the game features, I can't say his name or you'll know the name of the game because the name of the game is the, the character's name. Uh, but I'll say his first name, Edogawa, a Japanese mystery novel writer as a protagonist and is based on the movie with the same name which was released a year earlier. In real life, Itogawa, last name, is a pseudonym of Hirai Taru, a Japanese novelist who wrote mystery fiction in the early to middle 20th century. Having writer's block, what we already said, the game is played in a first-person perspective where you can turn left or right, move forward, backward, moving forward.
1: uh, You're you're moving around and uh, kind of you know, like, I'm thinking, okay, is this like the Lupin games or like Mystery Hotel or...
0: This is, yeah, th- I would say that this is probably the closest similarity is uh. It's probably the uh, Mansion of Hidden Souls. It's not an FMV game, though, is it? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, so do you consider Mansion of Hidden Souls an FMV game? It's kind of like one of those games where it's got graphics and then there are like little bits of FMV, you know, like the characters. So, yeah, it does. It's not an FMV game like Corpse Killer is an FMV game, but I would say that it is. Oh, Phantasmagoria. No, but that's actually—I mean—that's a good guess. You're you're okay, in the right.
1: The you're in the right area. area. Cause Phantasmagoria is about a protagonist moves out to uh, to because she's got writer's block as well, I think, or whatever. Anyways, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. man, this is I'm I'm gonna get stumped mm-hmm. here. I think. Uh, so the uh,
0: the protagonist, their name is Edogawa Rampo. Man. Oh wow, Rampo. Yeah. Rampo. Wow. Are you familiar with Rampo?
1: I am not familiar with that game. Are you all. not? No. Have you not,
0: uh, have you not, like, uh... Played like a burn of it or or played it on an
1: ODE or something like that? Not yet, but I know what but, I'm gonna be doing now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you should.
1: Wow. Definitely. Um it's
0: it's funny. It's hard to say that it's obscure because actually I think it was a very big game in Japan, you know? Sure, sure and it was based on a huge movie, you know. Um, but then it when you get to the United States side of it, it's it's not particularly English friendly. Right though i would say that it's easy to kind of intimate what people are saying based on their actions cuz it's very um like visual almost yeah it's very like the you know it's easy to knock on doors and and harass your neighbors for the rent you know and they'll give you the rent you know and and then you get to go through and like look through pinholes like so it's kind of creepy because he can look through holes in the wall at his tenants and see and observe their actions and stuff like that. Wow. Um, and then, and then he can like wait until they leave and then go, he has a key to every room so he can unlock their doors and go and rummage through their personal stuff, you know, oh, and uh, <laughs> it's a crazy game. Folks should check it out if they are interested in something a little different, you know? Okay. I know
1: what I'm playing later for <laughs> sure. Wow. Yeah, I, I admit I am not at all familiar with this game, so but you've made me very, very interested. Yeah.
0: I, I wasn't sure like how far you've delved into like the Japanese side of the library. Um yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a cheap game. You know, it's like that's a, that's another thing. It was so common, I would say that there, was, there were so many of them produced that it's not like one of the more expensive titles if you
1: wanted to pick up a copy, you know. Interesting. Okay. And see now I'm looking at because I've got four questions left for you and I don't think any of them are anywhere near this, um, this obscure. So
0: in this case, it was the game that's obscure, I guess, uh, because yeah, the, yeah, because yeah. I gave you like the Moby game. So no, I gave you just like the direct synopsis of the game without saying the character's yeah, yes. name, you know, so it wasn't like I was trying to, like, make it hard for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, this was definitely I just didn't know the game. Yeah.
0: No worries. My turn. OK,
1: yeah. let's see. Gosh, I'm not sure you're going to be able to get, I think, the rest of what I've got, but but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so this game is rather dark and serious and definitely not for the kiddies. Uh, it's set in the not-too-distant future, and even though technology is advanced enough to, like, for example, enable space travel, human nature has unfortunately not improved. So murder is still something that happens... And when it hits a little too close to your past, you're compelled to investigate.
0: Interesting. I mean, I feel like this could be a lot of things. Um, I don't get, I don't, I'm not sure I have it right away. Go ahead and read that again.
1: Okay. So the game is rather dark and serious and definitely not for the kiddies. Okay.
0: Mature title then,
1: okay. Yeah, in the not too distant future, mm-hmm. Even though technology has advanced enough to, for example, enable space travel, Hmm. human nature has unfortunately not improved. Murder is still something that happens, and when it hits a little too close to your past, Hmm. you're compelled to investigate.
0: Okay. Potentially a mature title that involves murder and investigation and it hits too close to your past.
1: Yeah. Okay, it's... I need the next sentence. Okay, depending on how well you know this game, this may give you a really big clue, or okay. maybe not, so okay. we'll see. So the more you uncover, the deeper the intrigue. Soon, this murder mystery becomes much more. Organ trafficking is on the menu. Okay, organ trafficking. I'm trying to think. Was there any of that in Snatcher? No, that's not really. Um, it's in the future. So it's funny because you actually you've mentioned this game once already during this cast, but it wasn't the correct answer when you when you uh, when you called it out. And it's not Pandemonium. It, it, it wasn't Police Knots. It is. It is police knots. It is oh, police. Knot.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. See, my last clue would have been that a police authority was formed in 2013, right. which at the game's release was still sometime in the future. Okay. And so yes, it's it is police Oh my knots, gosh, that's so. funny. I guess Snatcher instead of police knots. You did. And I was
0: like, ah, how could he Don't yeah, say yeah, anything? Okay. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. That was
1: those are those that were was, good uh, clues. One of those. Yeah, it was one of the first games ever translated to English. Uh, Junker HQ for the Saturn, so that was really nice to see. And it's such a big game, right? I mean, Hideo Kojima. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and the Saturn version is arguably the, best the version. Yeah, the way to go.
0: For Agreed. That. Yeah, definitely with the light gun support and everything. Um, let's see here. Okay, this next one I know you're going to get. You've written about this. You're okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say it because it's just so crazy that a game like this exists. But anyway, in a world where people have been taken over by a virus, altering their behavior, two siblings who are immune to the virus set off to fight it.
1: Huh. Okay, so it's not deep fear. that You know, that's that's not it. Two siblings are immune to the virus and they set off to fight it. Two siblings. I mean, okay, so games with siblings. Doesn't necessarily mean brother-sister, it could be brother-brother, could be sister-sister. Uh, two siblings. So siblings. I'm thinking knights. I'm thinking swagman, but neither of those
0: And the in a world where people have been taken over by the virus. Altering their behavior two siblings who are immune to the virus set off to fight it. Okay, a
1: virus that alters humanity's behavior. And and there's two siblings that are immune. And I've written about it. Wow, I, I should know this. I feel like I should know this. Hmm. I mean, okay, games where humans have been taken over by a virus. I'm thinking Space Channel 5, but that's Dreamcast. Uh, wow, okay, and a virus has taken over. A virus of some kind. I'm trying to think of, like, character-based games. I mean... People are not what they seem. Siblings... That's what's stumping me, is the siblings part. It's funny, because I thought that would be the giveaway. Yeah, isn't that weird? Okay, siblings in a game where a virus has taken over. Okay, I wonder if this is, like, maybe a puzzle game of some kind. But but what puzzle game do I know that has siblings? Probably none. So, uh... A game with siblings. And I've covered it. Like, that just... That's really getting my goat.
0: Well, we've we've covered it as Shiro together, you know, in podcasts before, and I believe you've written a best of Saturn about it. Oh, I probably it. have. So you've definitely done your homework. I, yeah, you definitely know the game. It's just a matter of like in, out what the game getting is. in the right headspace. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, siblings. Let me just think now. What game do I know that features siblings? I'm gonna assume they're human siblings and not like, you know, anim- uh, um, anamorphic characters of some kind. Siblings, okay. Herx Adventure, that's one player, but there's no virus. It's not gonna be something like Earthworm Jim. Siblings. It wouldn't be a Capcom game. It wouldn't be Mega Man or anything. Well, maybe it would be. Uh, Mega Man X3? No. Siblings with a virus. That are immune to a virus. Okay, give me a little bit more. Okay, let's see after each boss is defeated the
0: siblings interact with them and <laughs> this is where you're going to get it
1: well okay so then don't say anymore <laughs> sibling it's you know the virus part is really stumping me right now but sibling like how many okay siblings like i mean i was even, i was even thinking of Clarice and elliot but but there's no virus in that game in nights mm-hmm. so Okay, so the male sibling has to perform some
0: vulgar act in order to cure oh, yeah, from okay. the virus. <laughs> Steam hearts. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh my goodness, yeah. you're, you're right.
0: I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because I don't want YouTube to take down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. But yeah, essentially you got a male sibling named Blow and a female sibling named Fala. And uh, essentially they have to perform some kind of uh, act on each boss in order to cure them from the virus. Yeah. So it's one of those kind of games. And again, it's just one of those games that how could I not, how could I not put that in there? Because it's like, people would be like, seriously, there's a game like that. Of course, there's a game like
1: that. You did a really great job of describing that.
0: Yes. Steam Hearts. Steam Hearts. Yes. So well done. It exists. It is a shooter. It is a shmup. It is not a great shmup. It is, but it is a shmup and it does exist. And, uh, you know, all I can say is uh, (laughs) play with caution. Uh, Don't stream it if you don't want it it to be taken
1: down, you know? I mean, okay, so this was the very last one I wrote. I've got a few others. I'm not doing them in order, but I mean, yeah, this one, I mean, anybody should be able to get this one so all right here we go big houses are great and they make for some awesome settings for some games the bigger the house the cooler usually unless of course it isn't all sunshine and lollipops because maybe the house contains horrors to freeze the very marrow of your bones one thing that this mansion doesn't contain however is butterflies Well, I mean, if it
0: doesn't contain butterflies, then I guess it can't be Mansion of Hidden Souls. That's right. It can't be Mansion of Hidden Souls. And I think you kind of gave me that clue to kind of set me in the right direction. Okay, so...
1: Go again. Go again. All right. So again, there's not very much in this clue, so just you got to really kind of read between the lines and interpret what I'm about to say. So... So big Mm -hmm. houses are great and they make for some awesome settings for some games. And usually the bigger the house, the cooler. Unless Mm -hmm. it isn't all sunshine and lollipops because maybe the house contains horrors to freeze the very marrow of your bones. And one Mm -hmm. thing that the mansion doesn't contain is butterflies. See, I wonder if you're using freeze
0: literally or if you're using it just as a
1: adjective. Um, Okay, how about Resident Evil? Do you want to lock that answer in? I'll I'll read the next clue and then you tell me how confident you are that it's Resident Evil, okay? Okay, read the next clue. So you don't have to be a botanist to quickly appreciate that plants can both help and hinder in this game. A botanist. You don't have to be a botanist to appreciate that plants can both help and hinder. Houses, horrors, plants,
0: botanist. I mean, why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, There's the greenhouse, you know, I I guess I'll just say Resident Evil.
1: It is Resident Evil, yes. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was a trick question or something like that. Was, okay, yeah, it's Resident Evil. All right, so yeah, Resident Evil. That was a good one. Okay, so here's here's one I think you could get this you are stationed at a fueling facility as an emergency responder a spaceship has landed near your facility and a detachment team has
1: been sent to investigate the ship okay there's a couple games that I think might fit that description I'm thinking Darklight Conflict but that's probably not it it could be Enemy Zero space station, but I don't, I'm not getting the refueling vibe there.
0: A spaceship has landed near your facility and a detachment team has been sent, sent out to, to investigate. investigate.
1: Okay. So I think the spaceship is a red herring because this could be taking place underwater. Is this Deep Fear by chance?
0: It is. It is. It is. (laughs) The detachment team crashes their vehicle. You are called in to rescue the survivors. One survivor has been exposed to radioactive bacteria that results in strange physical mutations. Since you are afflicted with a cold, you are unaffected by the bacteria and must attempt to rescue the facility's occupants and escape.
1: Nice. It's, you know, Yeah. it's really amazing. Obviously the, the more, uh, the better I know a game, the harder the clue must be for me to be really stumped. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to some of the games that I messed up on and we're not going to even talk about the pinball one, which I should have had, but mm-hmm. all the other ones where I was a little bit stumped, it was because I didn't know the game as intimately, but, but yeah, this one I am very, very familiar with. So um, right. But the spaceship, and, I mean, yeah, great. That's
0: the thing too, is it's like, it was technically an underwater fueling, Technically fueling, but also research facility. But if I if I said underwater, or if yeah. I said research facility, right. the jig would be up, you know. Absolutely. But it's like I can't, I can't just say you're stationed at a facility. I guess I could, <laughs> but, yeah. you know. Anyway, yeah. You, you, Peter knows this game way too well, yeah. and, and so do I, actually. So yeah, great this game. this was uh, Sega's answer to Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Console exclusive, and a great game, really uh arguably not as good as Resident Evil by some i would say that it's like i would say that it holds its own with Resident Evil honestly maybe sure. it's not as good as Resident Evil 2 because of course they continue they were able to continue to refine the Resident Evil series whereas this was a one off and
1: i've always wondered though like with Resident Evil how much of that was like the novelty of being first like right. imagine if deep fear had come out before resident evil you know mm-hmm. would it mm-hmm. maybe be regarded as the sort of you know mm-hmm. uh uh the the bar scatter yeah. the standard better so you know but it is definitely a solid solid game so so it's
0: solid sure. i mean it's hard to find fault with the game it's actually quite good it's got an intriguing story it, 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 of course, it takes cues from Resident Evil. You know, it's got the reading through diaries and journals to kind of like form the story in, in the character's mind and and understand and dig up more of the backstory, um, which is a trope of, of Resident Evil. You know, um, I, I think that if it had been released in the U.S. two years or, you know, if it yeah. had been released around yeah. the same time as Resident Evil in the U.S., it probably would have caught on fire. Like it probably would have done a lot better. Oh, you yeah. Know?
1: Yep, I agree. Um,
0: because it would hit at the right time. Yep. You know, folks folks may have called it like a Resident Evil clone, but I think that if they'd played it, if reviewers played it, you know, they would have been like, "Oh, but it's actually really good, you know. It, it gives yes. Resident Evil a run for its money or it's like another flavor because it's underwater, the setting is different, it's mutants, you know, it's like So yeah, like it's got a lot of good stuff going on and um just on its own merits, it's a great game.
1: Yeah. It's funny because Resident Evil the limitation is your inventory and your ammo. Well, your ammo is unlimited uh, uh, in um, Deep Fear, but it's the oxygen that runs out in some locations. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. Different flavor. Definitely different flavor.
0: And it was directed by Reiko Kodama. You know, so uh, rest mm-hmm. in peace, you know, who recently passed away. But um, yeah, it was one of her games and, you know, made some really cool games. It you know, really-
1: splash. Yeah, I mean I'm sorry, that was corn <laughs> factor was high there,
0: but it was definitely it, it's definitely a great game that if folks haven't checked it out, they definitely should play it with the 3D control pad. Yes, um, it, it's a bit easier to control with the 3D control pad, uh, and then not to mention that, but you can also run in the game, yep. uh, and you can fire your gun while you're running. You know, you don't have to just stand still and fire. You know, uh, there's a lot of a lot of cool little things that it has going for it. I would. I would argue that, yeah, Resident Evil maybe is more timeless. It's like a more timeless classic. It's like the haunted house kind of vibe. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's a tough one. And I probably would give the upper hand to Resident Evil. Um, it is the originator, you know, but, uh, but even it kind of copied alone in the dark you sure, know because alone sure, in the dark yeah. came first and that was a that was a haunted house kind of thing too yeah, you know so yeah. um yeah every everything takes inspiration from something else you know it would be impossible to say that deep, deep fear didn't take a ton of inspiration from resident evil because it's just obvious that it did you know but yeah so i've got others but i mean should we do you want to wrap it up or do you want to do a couple more what do you want to do maybe let's
1: let's let's do one more each i'm trying to look okay. through through what I've got left and which would be sort of a a tough way to.
0: I've got, I only have two left. And to be honest with you, one is incredibly obvious. And I almost feel like it's kind of boring. The other one is going to be incredibly hard and I don't know that you'll get it, but it's definitely the more interesting out of the two.
1: Okay. (laughs) I kind of want to hear both of them then.
0: Really? the Even the boring one?
1: Yep, let's do it. <laughs> if I can get it in 30 seconds, then...
0: Well, I did Deep Fear, so it's your turn, actually. Okay, to... yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so...
1: Okay. Um, okay, you are a new recruit to the King's Castle Guards. You want to make your grandparents proud, but you actually have a hard time with sleeping. Is it laziness, or, or is it maybe a spell? Hmm
0: wow new recruit to the king's castle guard you have a problem with sleeping yeah is it laziness or a spell
1: uh huh it's definitely a polarizing game that's for sure some people love it and.
0: okay I need the next line
1: alright the main yeah. character is named after a planet, but the player can change the name at the beginning of the game. Mercury, Venus,
0: Earth, Mars. Is he Uranus? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it's not Uranus. Uh, is na- the the, the character is named after a planet. Jupiter? Saturn? Neptune? Pluto none of this is ringing a bell. That's so funny. is his name Earth?
1: I-, I need another line. Okay this one should be able to to reveal it for you. Your father was Sir Giles and the game features cameos by a few characters from Shining Force 2.
0: This is not shining wisdom is it? it is it is okay so see that that actually makes sense because that's the game that I have the least amount of interest or experience with right shining wisdom is one of those games that it's like kind of boring to me see whereas <laughs> I love it I love it, love it I know love you it. love it I know you love it okay so that's another clue too I should have known because <laughs> you love that game yeah absolutely yeah I love uh, see if it had been and and that's why I was even doubting myself to even say it's, it couldn't be shining force 3 and it couldn't be it couldn't be Shining the Holy Ark, which I also love those. I love mm-hmm. those two games. Yep. Shining Wisdom is a, is a real blind spot for me. Although I did know that uh, <laughs> that it received uh, a, a working designs translation and a PAL, you know, Sega yes. of Europe translation. Yeah. I knew that fact about it on our last little quiz. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. But I didn't but yeah, no, it's,
0: I, I, I must admit
1: it's not one I've spent a lot of time with, you know, it really is. You either love it or you don't. Some people uh, compare it to, um, like a poor man's, like it's a it's an action RPG, right? Relatively simple graphics, relatively straightforward storyline, but the gameplay as you go on, there's nuance. It's kind of interesting. You know, if you really dig deep, there is a gem there, but it's not for everyone. That's for darn so sure. So, what's his name? Mars is his name Mars, Mars. okay yeah.
0: oh God okay all right okay yeah, that rings a bell that rings a bell. so there's folks that are probably
1: yelling at me like
0: it's it's obvious <laughs> just like no, not for me, it's not.
1: All right, give me your boring one.
0: uh the boring one, you know the easy one I guess yeah okay so after an epic planetary battle, the planet seems to wither, forcing massive, immigration to a neighboring planet. However, after much time passed, the immigrants have decided to return to their home planet. While their return plans were taking shape, an unknown force began destroying their ports of transit and docking both aerial and nautical ships.
1: Oh, wow. That's really
0: tough. it's a game you've actually mentioned in the cast earlier but we're incorrect about
1: so okay what have I mentioned before I've talked about oh uh, is it enemy zero no no dark light conflict no I've mentioned it before in the cast so humanity goes away they're ready to come back Epic planetary battle,
0: planet seems to wither, massive immigration to a neighboring planet. However, time passed and the immigrants decide to return. However, while their return plans are taking shape, an unknown force began destroying the ports of transit and docking both aerial and nautical ships. Aerial and nautical.
1: Okay, aerial makes me think of a shmup. This next line is going to give away the game. Okay, not galactic attack, is it? Nope. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, Ports of Transit. And it's a game I've mentioned. And honestly, all of this information is probably
0: only something you would have gotten uh, from the either opening or, or reading the manual. It's not something that is, but the next line is, is, the is just way too obvious. Yeah. Alright,
1: alright, hit me with it.
0: Silver Hawk with only two ships remaining must fight against a giant army of mechanized fish in order to
1: save the planet. Right. From okay. So Darius Gaiden. Darius Gaiden. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not familiar with the backstory of that game. So, okay. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. And I
0: mean, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a game that you play for the story anyway. You no, know? agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why I knew, like when I said, you know, only two ships remaining and, and giant mechanized fish, <laughs> you, there's no way you're not going to get it. You know? Um, But yeah, I had to throw in another... I had to throw in a uh, horizontal shmup in there. Excellent. Okay,
1: go ahead. Hit me with the... Do you have one left? I have one left. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay, Dave. Something very strange is happening in a fairly warm part of the world. And as a top military operative, you and your crew are heading in. Unfortunately, your helicopter is shot down and it crashes and you are the only survivor. It's all on you. And all you have to begin with is a machete.
0: You said it happens in a fairly warm yeah.
1: part of the world? Yes. Okay.
0: So your helicopter is shot down. So I
1: mean we can rule out Canada. It is not based in Canada. Like I'm
0: I'm thinking okay so I was thinking Congo at first.
1: It's not Congo though right? It's not Congo, and I'm, right. I'm. It's like that's a great guess.
0: No, but it's not. you not it's a military guy. kind of a guy. difference.
1: Yeah. And, it's not a. And you do have like a little, piddly little gun. I'm pretty sure to begin with.
0: Right. So you're in the junk So you're in a warm area, yeah. and you have a
1: machete. Yeah.
0: And there's a helicopter that gets shot down.
1: And again, that a lot of this is in the backstory. So if you haven't really read the manual or been familiarized, because I was
0: thinking about Power Slave and he starts out with wait no he starts out with a but i don't think that no okay let me think so um warm part of the world helicopter shot down i feel like that that should be the giveaway what game do i know of where
1: your helicopter is shot down so dave you were hmm. right it is power slave
0: is it power it slave? Is. Yeah. I didn't actually know that, though. Okay. I didn't, I yeah, no, did not pay attention to the story enough to know that you, that your helicopter was shot down. And I thought you started out with a, like a pistol in Power Slave. See,
1: so maybe I, I guess, maybe I screwed this clue up because I know you have a machete, but maybe you do start out with a pistol as well.
0: Well, either way. Um, yeah. No, either way, you're right. I mean, warm, I didn't know about the helicopter thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know about that part. Yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that it's in the exposition at the beginning, you know, and I just uh, kind of either, you know, hammered the buttons to get past that (laughs) part or wasn't paying or wasn't paying close enough attention, you know. Uh. Because what I remember about Power Slave is you've got that, you've got like the tomb and you've got this Egyptian head talking to you and it's got this voice of like a, like a movie trailer guy, you know, yes, yep. <laughs> telling you what your objective is and stuff like that. And I think I was more impressed by just like the overall presentation. Phenomenal game. Folks should definitely check it out. Um, okay. So this game is really obscure. However, it got a release on both the PlayStation and the Saturn. Okay. And it did not make it to Western Shores, okay? So, Japanese exclusive, okay? Got it. This is really going to test you, Peter, of whether you know the obscure parts of the Japanese Saturn Library, okay? Um, But here you go, okay? You wake up dizzy and confused in a private detective's office and discover the corpse of the detective next to you. After searching the office for clues, you are confronted by two police officers who pursue you as the primary suspect. In hiding from them, you decide to discover the truth and catch the mysterious murderer called... Name of title of game. (laughs) (laughs) Zork? No. Is that even... No, I mean story that has nothing to do with in Zork you, you start in the middle of a field okay so this is an authentic mystery adventure based on a novel by the popular mystery writer Masaya Yamaguchi you decide to discover the truth and catch the mysterious murderer called blank
1: I'm assuming blank gives it away or else it's the, or the game. Yeah, that's right? okay. it's the
0: name of the game I would literally be saying the title of the game
1: None of this rings a bell to you. No. But hold on, I can reason this out. So it came out on PlayStation and Saturn, but on the Saturn it was only in Japan. No, no, no. It
0: was it was only in Japan on both. Oh, oh, oh. It is a it is a Japanese game. Yeah, so I mean it's not you know not incredibly English friendly. One chai connection? No. No. It is a point and click game similar to Myst I would say but it's got rendered graphic I'm trying to think of how to describe it yeah. like okay something The characters are not photorealistic the characters are kind of uh you know drawn kind of like that yeah like uh like crude 3D models <laughs> and Hitler makes an appearance in
1: the game Hitler <laughs> Wow. Okay. Through like, through like. Come out on any other platforms?
0: Ooh. uh, Let me check, because I think that would be fair to give you as many clues as possible. Let's see. Nope. PlayStation and Saturn. Adventure game, first person. It actually includes information on pacing, meditative and zen. (laughs) I didn't know Moby Games gave you that. Wow. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, graphic adventure is the gameplay. Interface, point and select. Setting, Europe. Narrative, detective mystery. Let's see here. What else can I tell you about this? Uh, huh. Published and developed by Tonkin House. This is an obscure Japanese title that I've mentioned before. I've posted about before and told folks to check it out just because of how crazy it is. Okay. But again, like it's it's one of those things where if you're not really into deep into like the Japanese side of the library, it's going to come off as very obscure.
1: Huh. um, hmm. Was it a fairly early title or was it later in the Saturn's life cycle? uh 97 okay so about mid july 17 1997 mm-hmm. right about in the middle i mean okay so i have to admit some of this like you must have mentioned this around me before because this sounds familiar mm-hmm. like the, the fact that it's kind of wacky and crazy makes me mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. the point and point.
0: let me let me put it this way remember when we did our like obscure japanese titles podcast with jason yeah that one Oh, and uh, yes, is it? And I mentioned this, but it wasn't one of the ones that we covered. It was just one of the ones that I mentioned that that is just crazy out there. Folks should just check out. As a, as it as so, an it isn't curiosity. the one with the
1: three girls, is it? No,
0: because that one we covered, and that's uh yeah. you're thinking of yeah. Omakase yeah. Savers. It's not that one. Oh my god! So so, I don't think you know it. The answer you 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 would just be guessing, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay um so what's the name of a famous killer a famous killer okay the zodiac killer i mean
1: obviously hitler he's
0: no like like really really famous rooftop killer rooftop killer you know like a famous rooftop killer
1: in in london oh dave i don't know
0: you ever heard of jack the ripper
1: oh are you talking about cat the ripper
0: I'm talking about Cat the Ripper. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. So you
0: do know the game. You do know the game.
1: I've heard of it, but I have no oh, experience with Cat the Ripper.
0: Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, you know, like I saved it for last because I was like thinking, okay, this is really obscure, you know? And that, and that's the thing is I don't, you know, like I, I've not talked to you that much about like really obscure In fact, you and I haven't done like an obscure, you know, Saturn game cast yet. And so I didn't I didn't really know how how deep you went with the Japanese games, you know.
1: It's funny because, I mean, I think I've gone quite deep, but I think I've gone deep in places where you haven't necessarily and vice versa. Right. So. Right. Like, what's an example? Oh, Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. You've played like the
0: Utena. Revolutionary, revolutionary girl you like played through that entire game i haven't even i don't think i've ever fired that game oh up. yeah
1: like and i mean you know like uh, what about games like hyper Tizen battle Jabakers or
0: oh yeah 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 those are cool i in fact i uh, definitely checked out um those games based on that article you wrote okay about okay. the Tizen yeah. cable but yeah you you called my attention to a few of those like Jabakers and Steeldom. yeah um which are amazing looking and playing games, you know? Um, yeah. But, but at, at the same time, kind of obscure, at least to Westerners, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so yeah, maybe that, but, but there's an idea for future cast. Hey, as we sort of talk about maybe our top few obscure games, cause I think that would be a pretty rad uh, uh, topic. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so there are so many, I swear, there's so many like crazy strange games uh, on the Japanese side of things, you know? Um, and, and some of them are easier to play than others for sure. I, I admit, you know, you've got like the fighting games are very easy to pick up and play and n- not much is really needed in terms of, uh, knowledge of Japanese language to, to get through the menus and, and have fun playing those games, uh, games like cat, the Ripper, you're more left to like, inferences, you know, like, uh, figuring out what's going on in the story based on, uh, body language, based on, um, items that you find lying around a lot of English written, you know, words that are, you know, cause the Japanese, they like to do that, uh, certain times to save space and they'll write something in English, you know, a word that's, you know, known to Japanese, uh, because of course in Japan, they, they learn English from a young age. And so, uh, uh, so they have a rudimentary understanding of it and th- and you'll often see words like, you know, murder or, yeah. Uh, you know, kid, yeah you know, or cat the ripper or something like written, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's one that folks should definitely check out. It's weird. It's a weird yes. game. Yes. And it is a first, another first person perspective kind of point and click adventure, you know, but in, in, instead of being like photorealistic digitized in, instead it's all like rendered you know
1: you know i find it incredible that whereas in in uh, in the west the saturn really missed the mark it seemed to be releasing games that just weren't really catching on with people for whatever reason with the mainstream like the playstation was and eventually the nintendo 64 but boy in japan they just they were just dialed in i mean mm-hmm. you know i've looked at games like for example metal fighter miku which is a futuristic wrestling uh, uh QTE type game which is based on an anime out there so like right. they had a lot of that where games were based on you know well-known properties there was a lot of tie-ins and so the Saturn was like a cultural phenomenon there whereas here it was exactly not that and it's so frustrating sometimes as a gamer to 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 know that it was you know it's essentially the same machine with you know, the same software, but, but one of them just hit the mark in Japan and the, and the one in North America just didn't, you know, but that's just the absolutely. way Absolutely. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, but Hey, this was, this was a fun cast. I'm, I'm glad I was able to stump you on a few. I'm glad you got some of them right away. I'm glad that the Knights, uh, red herring didn't catch you. That was good. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and yeah, like you really kind of pushed me with a lot of them, you know, that I had to really sort of think through and reason through and, and, you know, and I didn't get that pinball one. So I am eternally ashamed, but, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. So, but I, you know, really it's great. funny,
0: like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like Pat, if Pat's listening, he'll, pr- he probably would have gotten the pinball one right away because I remember sure. him saying like, that was one of his favorite out of that bunch, you know, he was like not expecting to find a pinball RPG, you know? and uh yeah so it's it's cool like there's definitely some good variety for sure absolutely but anyway yeah you know i hope folks enjoyed this episode and uh, please let us know in the comments uh uh you know definitely let us know if you got some of these way before we did you know i'd be interested to hear yeah and uh until next time this is uh, saturday david peter reminding you that you must play sega saturn and we hope you have a, a great week See you later, See you folks. Later.